voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky, swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of Well, a very good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 529 for April 2nd, 2020. That's two weeks in a row, Sean. So, uh, we're we're finally, well, it only takes me a hundred tries, so (laughs) I I wouldn't get too confident. But here we are. We really appreciate you taking an hour and a half out of your week to listen to us. We really appreciate it. Jeff, take it away. Oh, thank you very much. And we want to say hello to everybody. We know people are sheltering in their homes because they really can't do much because of the uh, coronavirus. But uh, we know that you're here and listening. We have a very busy show. We're going to talk about the world of broadcasting. And it's always changing. Even when when I did this radio news, there were some updates that came in after I had done the news. It's changing. And we're going to talk more about how that virus is affecting radio. And it really is having a detrimental effect on the industry. We have a call letter and format changes from Jennifer Sparks. And when you listen to those call letter and format changes, Take note and find out just how many stations have gone off the air because that seems to be getting larger and larger, that list she reads at the end of the call there and format changes. And on our featured uh, segment with Bill Sparks, well, how is radio coping with this uh, virus, at least from the Indianapolis perspective, I, from what Bill has here written down on the, note, on the notes here? That's going to be a segment from him. It's about 17 minutes long. My uh, featured station is going to be KEZK FM, and boy, they're playing Christmas music, but I'm not overly impressed with them. Because they're, while they're playing lots of Christmas music, they weren't doing very much talking at all. So I guess they're trying to pe- get the people who don't want to hear m- news about the virus anymore. They want to pe- get people who want to listen to music, or maybe it's a precursor to a possible format change. I don't know. And in my classic air check section, we're going to do something that was done in 1964, April 1st to be exact. We're going to hear how Dan Ingram had an April Fool joke placed on him. He thought he was on the air, but they had him doing the show from another studio. And uh, you'll find out what happens when he finally gets fooled. And I, I had to cut it down. It's like 23 minutes long, but I cut it down to about 13 or 14 minutes. But I think you'll find it quite amusing. We've got a lot of people here and a lot to talk about. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill, and we can uh, do that radio news. Do I really have to see award-winning radio news by Jeff Bennett? I guess I will. I always do anyway. So <laughs> It depends on what he pays you. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, true. He's been a little slow on it. Somebody's been altering his, uh, yeah. well, his card. You know Someone's been getting my credit card, right, Bill? Yeah, daggone it. Anyway, we'll have to work on that problem. But here we go, Jeff, your award-winning news. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. The coronavirus is having its effect on radio in a very big way. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen February personal people meter readings. Whatever you call it, whether you call it Corvette 21 or coronavirus, it's having its major effects on radio, and radio is feeling the heat. Major companies such as iHeartMedia, Town Square Media, and Alpha Media are making major cutbacks. We'll tell you more about that in just a second. In the case of iHeartMedia and Salem Media, they've stopped publishing guidance for the future. 
future. Normally, when a radio station reports its revenue results for a particular quarter, they also report guidance, which lets investors know how the company feels they're going to perform in the future. However, COVID-21 is causing a problem for many of these radio companies. In the case of iHeartMedia and Salem Media, reports of guidance has been suspended until further notice. So what does this mean? In the case of Town Square Media and iHeartMedia, both companies have implemented cost-cutting measures. In the case of Town Square Media, Bill Wilson, CEO of the company, says that they've laid off 65 employees, and that includes 26 from the corporate level as well. Bill Wilson, CEO of Town Square Media, also says that they've also laid off individuals during the past two weeks as well, and they've suspended the 401k matching program as well. Not only that, Town Square Media has cut the salary for 18 top executives by 10% as well. In the case of iHeartMedia, Rich Bressler and Bob Pittman announced they have furloughed a number of employees. We don't know how many employees have been furloughed, but this will give these employees the ability to collect unemployment. And iHeartMedia is continuing to pay health benefits to the furloughed employees as well. Bob Pittman will also give up his salary for the rest of the year, as well as his perks and benefits. And Rich Bressler and other executives will take a 10 to 30% pay cut as well. Bob Pittman, with a member to employees, said this is very painful, and we need to take these measures in order for our company to survive. Other companies have also made similar moves. Beasley Media and Adams Media have cut employee pay by 10%. Entercom has furloughed many employees and laid off many part-timers as well. Other companies seeing layoffs are Saga and Alpha Media. Now it's time for some news on the street. Sirius Satellite Radio is making their streaming platform free up until May 15th. Sirius Satellite Radio will also be adding some specialty channels, like Channel 177, playing the top 1,000 songs from various genres. In other related news, Sirius Satellite Radio is adding the Tony Bruno Show in cooperation with Jacobs Media. The Tony Bruno Show will air on the Dan Patrick Channel. It all starts April 6th, and the show will air Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. In other news, Bustos Media is taking two of its radio stations off the air. One radio station is in Seattle, Washington, and the other radio station is in Portland, Oregon. In Portland, Oregon, say so long to KXETAM, and in Seattle, Washington, say so long to KMIAAM. Both stations are being taken off because of the economic implications of the coronavirus and lack of advertising. Cox Media has made changes in Tampa, Florida, at radio station WFLCFM. The station programs a pop CHR format, and they're calling themselves 97.3 Quarantine Radio. Finally, the FCC is postponing indefinitely FM Auction 106, which affects 136 allocations that were up for auction. Now it's time to conclude our look at the Nielsen February Personal People Meter Ratings. Now this rating period began on January 30th and ended on February 26th. Portland, Oregon, the number one rec radio station is KKCWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is the public radio station that's KOPB-FM with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Portland, Oregon is KLTH-FM with a classic its format. In Charlotte, North Carolina, the number one rack radio station is WRFX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rack radio station is WLKO-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina is WBAV-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In San Antonio, Texas, the number one rack radio station is KONO-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rack radio station is KCYY-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in San Antonio, Texas is WOAI-FM with a news talk and information format. In Sacramento, California, the number one rack radio station is KFBK-AM with a news talk and information format. The number two rack radio station is KNCI-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Sacramento, California is KSEG-FM with a classic rock format. In Pittsburgh, 
Pennsylvania. The number one rec radio station is WWS WFM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is WDVE FM with a rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is WRRK FM with an adult hits format. In Salt Lake City, Utah, the number one rec radio station is KSFI FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is KRSP FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah, also with a classic hits format is KODJ FM. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one rec radio station is KKLZ FM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is KSNE FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KXPT FM with a classic rock format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one rec radio station is WOCL FM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is WMGF FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Orlando, Florida is WRUM FM with a Spanish tropical format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, the number one rec radio station is WGRR FM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is WLWA or the news talk and information format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio is WUBE FM with the country format. In Cleveland, Ohio, the number one rec radio station is WGAR FM with the country format. The number two rec radio station is WMJI FM with the classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Cleveland, Ohio is WNCX FM with the classic rock format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one rec radio station is KCMO FM with the classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is KCMO KCFX FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is KPRS FM with an urban format. In Columbus, Ohio, the number one rec radio station is WCOL FM with a country format. The number two rec radio station is WTV and AM with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Columbus, Ohio is WNCI FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In Indianapolis, Indiana, the number one rec radio station is WYXB FM with an adult contemporary format. And of course, you know Bernie Egan works for that radio station. The number two rec radio station is WIBC FM with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three rec radio station station in Indianapolis, Indiana is WJJK-FM with a classic its format. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the number one rec radio station is WRIT-FM with a classic its format. The number two rec radio station is WLDB-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Milwaukee, Wisconsin is WMYX-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In Nashville, Tennessee, the number one rec radio station is WJXA-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WCJK-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Nashville, Tennessee is WXIX-FM with a country format. Finally, in Providence, Rhode Island, the number one rec radio station is WHJY-FM with a rock format. The number two rec radio station is WCTK-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Providence, Rhode Island is WWLI-FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, according to media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Progressive Insurance. Followed by the U.S. Census Bureau, Lowe's Home Improvement Centers, indeed the employment recruiting firm, and Allstate Insurance. All I can tell you is, Jeff, I'm very proud of you for including those Indianapolis ratings. And I even mentioned Bernie. I can't believe it. I'm Bernie. Hey, there he is. Hey, but I Oh, I'm sorry, Bernie. Go ahead. Not, not only did I did I hear that, uh, that the station I work for is number one, I heard that I worked there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, right. I, I know you're only—I know you're doing part-time work there, but I figured I'd give you a little. I, I know, I, but that was great. That was hilarious. 
<laughs> I figured I'd give you a little plug there. I mean, hey, Mike, uh, yeah. and Mike really wants to talk about some stuff that really is close to his heart as well. But go ahead, Mike, because I know you wanted to bring something that was important, and I really think it is. Yeah, a couple things. I did speak with someone at iHeart, and, of course, he can do talk radio from home, but he does a lot of fill-in. And, unfortunately, since people are working from home and can't take their vacation, why would they want to, uh, you know, when they can't go anywhere? But uh, I do have some sad news, and, Bernie, I didn't – didn't have a chance to let you know, so you may not be aware, but unfortunately, our brother in broadcasting, Steve Sheely, passed away on yeah. Monday. And um, maybe, Bernie, you have a little insight here. As best I could put together, uh, Steve started working at, in uh, Louisville. I worked in New Albany at the AM 1290. WREY was a daytimer, and he worked there from 74 to 78. Uh, first, they were oldies, then they went country, uh, then the uh, Stu Langford sold it, and he said, I've got a station in Lawrenceville, Illinois. So he went there and worked till I don't recall if it was 2016, 2017. So essentially he had, like you, uh, about 42, 43 years uh, for one one company, one, you know, two brothers, a couple brothers, I guess. So, uh, of course, he worked at Wacky, and that's what many people remember and talk about. But actually his stint there, from what I can gather, was about a year and a half, and he did Saturday nights from 10 to about 3.30 in the morning, and eventually it was 8 p.m. to 2 a.m., but uh, I don't know, Bernie, if you can add anything. Um, but Yeah, um, I, I did not get to meet Steve until this past December. He was in the hospital, and uh, a friend of ours was coming down to Indianapolis and said, hey, I know you've always wanted to meet him. Uh, why don't you go with us, and, and we'll, meet him at the, we'll see him at the hospital. And I had the greatest talk with this guy. If, if you know who he is at all, you know he was all radio. I mean, he knew so much stuff and he had so much enthusiasm for the business. And I'm just glad I had the the good fortune to meet him. I didn't know him personally, Bernie, but he gave me a phone call. Uh, He sent me a voicemail and I gave him my phone number and he gave me a phone call. Well, maybe this had to be a year ago or more. And he he loved all things radio and he especially enjoyed the radio news segment and the air checks and stuff like that. But he was, I could, we we just couldn't get off the phone with each other. We must've been on the phone for like an hour and a half. And you didn't even mind, did you? No, not at all. I mean, he was all radio. I, I mean, I mean, like yeah. when I was when I was born, my sister tells me you weren't born with a silver spoon around your uh, around your neck. You were born with a radio around your neck. <laughs> so, that, and that that was Steve in a way, you know. It was Steve. Yeah, Steve really loved was. radio. He gave me my first hands on. I went to see him in 1981. I just graduated high school. I was going to start at Wabash Valley College, and he said, "Oh, here's uh, the board, and here's the front turntable. Here's the back turntable. Oh, uh, shh, time to." for the next song and uh, so they've got an hour and a half each night there and that was my introduction to radio and that is so cool though when somebody will do that for you that is just the best yeah he gave hey. me the best compliment i'll always remember he said i knew in 30 seconds you had it you know in your blood and i was like that just made my day and you know it was, he was awesome the guy lived loved radio he could tweak radios at the engineering side had all of us do you do this bernie he had all the uh, lengths of the songs memorized in his head wow yeah, I couldn't even. He would do back that. time to the top of the hour, mutual <laughs> news, and uh, you know, just off the top of his head. Even when I was running the board, <laughs> still got it right down to the second. So I, I, I don't know. If it, I, it's very rare that you can really do that easily without seeing a clock. And I know people who have been able to do it, and that is a tough thing to do. Bernie, you, you're working for Emmis, and I, I mean, I know we talked about this a little bit last week about working. I know you can't work from home because of the. I think you're using wide orbit, one of those uh, systems, and can't be innovate in, in, integrated with the home computers but have they done anything other than the, 
uh, have they like have the, the office people work from home? Have they cleared out all yeah. the studios? Everything? What yeah. what have they done? The the only people you really see there are the on air people. Uh, all the office people are working from home, and I'm sure sometimes they have to come in and do some things, but most of the time they're at home. And what about the coverage? I mean, a lot of these radio stations don't have news. Does WYXB have a news department, or what? What do no. they do for news? Uh, we we tie into it a little bit, but we try to tie into it from our listeners' perspectives. Like, for instance, uh, you're working from home, so we're going to give away uh, Amazon Echoes. So all yeah. you have to do is say, you know, hey, play the Uno five point seven, and there it is. So we're doing stuff like that, and. Uh, we have a, a thing on our website talking about uh, all the restaurants that uh, do carry out, and uh, we let them, you know, put it up there for nothing, so people can just go in and and find a restaurant they like. And uh, we're we're trying to do that kind of thing. We we figure that the news stuff is, first of all, everybody knows it. Second of all, it's going to be handled by WIBC. What uh, we're going to do is special, do say burning. This? Oh, good. Do you want to say something? I'm uh, sorry. We're going to do a special in just a little bit, Bernie, from Kent Sterling talking about Indianapolis radio and how they're adjusting. And I think you're going to find it interesting in just a few minutes. It will be. I, I'm just thinking that this could, with the smart speakers, like, for example, I listen to WINS in New York City. I'm from there, and I like to listen to the old news station. And now when you listen to them on your smart speakers, you, you know how stations separate their commercials. So when you're listening on the Internet, you don't get the commercials that you would hear locally. Well, now, if you listen to WINS, I'm getting all the commercials I would hear if I was living in New York City and I happen to listen to the, the radio last night on WINS. I can get them at night sometimes here in Albany, New York, and they're right, they're right doing the same commercials you could hear on the radio. And that's not normal. I'm wondering Bernie, if go ahead, go ahead, Bernie. Go ahead, Mike. I just want to ask Bernie because I, I spoke with Joe Elliott and he said basically he's equipped now that. You know, they just pretty much have the producers and each person has their own studio and there's no mingling. You go into your station and that's it. But he's set up that he can actually do the show from his favorite chair at home with his uh, Bose QC35 headphones. Got the Bluetooth microphone in there. Uh, so would you be open to I, something like that if they could voice track? I would love it. I would just love it. Uh, and I and I know it's possible. I, I don't know why they're not doing it. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a little scary going in just because... It is, you know, to be out of the house. So yeah, I would love it. I, you would, know, I, I told, I told my boss. I said, "Hey, set me up at home, and I'll update voice tracks as needed." Do you know that my friend who works for WTRY in Troy, Jamie Roberts, and she says, right now the folks at iHeartMedia they use a, a system called NextGen, and right now they're they're trying to build a their uh, interface that so the people who work for them could voice track from home, which they didn't have because I mean, no one ever foresaw something like as severe as this Bernie's and that's what iHeartMedia is trying to do so that people can voice track at home and, and do what they have to do from home rather than having to come into the studios. So, so that I can tell you. Oh, I know. And I know it can be done. I just wish they would. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bill, our, we have, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, we've got a one couple of our right companies hands. here oh. with everything I was telling y'all before with their sports station, they're not necessarily all doing it at home, but the board ops are at the station because of the building that they rent. But they have two or three remote areas at different people's houses in case someone can't work at home. They have a south and north location, and they're going in like one. There's a country club that's letting a couple of the guys do the show from there because they don't have anybody in it, and they log on, so they're doing that. And I know also one thing, and 
that they're doing they're doing that here in Austin, but I think a lot of places around the country are doing is you're you're seeing this thing tomorrow. It's a virtual telethon uh, with uh, over a dozen media outlets, and they're they're working together. We're not you know they're not telling who else. I know a couple of our TV stations, some of our radio stations, the newspaper here, and they're doing an AustinTogether.com type thing, and it's going to help the United Way, helping food banks, helping. Helping different stuff, and that's you're seeing. It's like, well, hey, you're, you're seeing some of the big corporations to go working with these the one or two local corporate uh, stations that are here in town, all kind of working together. And you know, you have the only time I remember it in New Orleans when they had the New Orleans the Katrina network, but that's the last time I've really seen something like that. Really, you know, a bunch of that many working together. Sure, we do understand. What one, one thing is uh, is like, the, but but the big thing, if you, if you listen carefully enough, Bernie, I think you'll understand this. And we do have some hand raised, so I'll get to them in just a second. Listen to some of these people. Are they working from their home studios, which could be a kitchen table, could be a large yeah. living room, yeah. uh, and and you listen to the meteorologist, for example, for Channel Thirteen WNYT, the news meteorologist does work from home, and you can tell he's in his living room, and there's no acoustic setup for a studio because it's not made to be oh, there. Yeah. Lip- huh. So everything sounds kind of weird. When you listen to that. So let's get to the hands here. We got three people raised here. We have Mike, we have a 209, and we have John Gunn. So I me- think that would be, I think the 209 would be, I believe his name was Marty from last week. That's right. Let's, let me go to Marty first, then we'll go to Mike, and then we'll go to John Gunn. And then we got we get the fourth hand. So let me go here. Go ahead, Marty. All right, Jeff. Yeah, I'm right here, uh, Jeff. And I just, first of all, wanted to thank you guys for playing the uh, KJR air check last week. That was great. Um, brought back some really good old memories uh, for me. Um, if I was going to suggest maybe a couple other West Coast stations to do in the future, um, you and I and Jeff have already talked about KOL, but uh, a couple others might be KFRC because that was every West Coaster's dream of a top 40 radio station they'd love to work at at one time or another. And the other one was, uh, this might surprise you a little bit, 13 Kino. Um, and when you, when you search for Kino now, you might get a reference to 1430 Kino, which is kind of a recreation in a way. It's an oldie station uh, on AM down in Fresno, but the original was 13 Kino. And, uh, as a matter of fact, I think I were, have John Scott from 13 Kino, and I can get some air checks from them. There's not a lot out there from the old days, but I think I'll, I will be able to find something for you. And the other thing, thank you. The other thing is, I, I want to talk about working from home. I've been working from home since 2013. It's not, it may be new, but as traffic reporters, we all work from home as far as I know, because I wasn't commuting to Stockton for 15.63 an hour. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Bernie here who's works in radio. And, and you, how do you, let me just ask you one quick question. How do you get your traffic reports? How do you get that data fed to you? Um, we got them on the computer. My wife helped me uh, quite a bit, actually, is because I'm not as tech as some of you guys are. Um, she helped me, and uh, we got the reports on the computer. We'd go to the CHP webpage, uh, you know, for the accidents. And then I would call. I was doing it for a long time. I finally stopped because they said uh, the Stockton and Modesto Police Departments told me, you know, Marty, really, you probably don't need to call us anymore because – if it's a, you know, if it's a non-injury accident, we, we tell people to get the information and get the heck out of there. Um, so we really don't know minute to minute what's going on like we used to because um, the police departments were just overtaxed. So um, and then we would use Google Maps to find where the bottlenecks were. Um, and I 
write them down in a braille note. We record them and either like through FTP right now, when I do Sacramento, we email them. So they're about five minutes old when they get played. Um, and, uh, that's, yeah, that's basically how we did it. Um, and, but I've worked from home since 2013 because, and the other issue was clogging a studio. You know, there's people that want to do production and stuff like that. You know, they, they don't need some traffic guy who, you know, doesn't work there except for them, um, to be clogging up a studio. Ah, very good, buddy. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And you're always welcome. And I'll try to get those air checks on for you. We do have some people raising, raising their hands and, uh, let me get them. I wanted to get to, uh, I want to get to Audrey because she's never been on before. And Audrey out in New York City. Go, go ahead, Audrey. We've got Hello, you. Jeff. How are you? I'm Good. fine. And, but you're, and talking to the, you're talking to the whole crew. Go ahead. Everybody. Okay, so I just wanted to say that I wake up every morning listening. I, I used to listen to CBS AM, but I can't stand this gloom and doom and these na- the numbers of body bags and all of this nonsense. So instead, I listen to the new 102.7, and they are all working from home. And you can hear exactly how they banter about how they're eating in the kitchen all day long. <laughs> and, and, yeah. they're, um, and, and then they have these features called Can't Beat Karen, which is like a contest. And they have a, a listener who has to match or has to answer trivia questions. And uh, so they have, they told us they have a producer back in the studio named Trey. And the other people are working from home and the guy in the trivia in, in the the studio must be the one controlling all of the phones and all of the anything having to do with the transmitter. Is that so? Well, stay inside and stay safe. Oh, I certainly yeah. will. <laughs> and, and thank you very much, Audrey. And you're always welcome to join us. And thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, we've got. Uh, let's get to you, Mike. Out, and, uh, and then we'll get to John. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, is this me? It's this you. is you. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, okay. Um, Two quick things. Number one, WKWF, I was surprised they went off the air. And the second quick thing is um, PBS Public Broadcasting was supposed to buy WLON 91.3. Unfortunately, well, fortunately or whatever, they backed down. They're not going to buy it. WLON is owned by the school board of Dade County for years. Thank Mike, you. I think you might see a lot of radio station sales go down the tubes. There's a company in Maine that... Um, just went under because they couldn't sell the radio stations and up in Lewiston, Maine, and they couldn't sell the radio stations. So they decided uh, the, the old man, the guy who owned the station was sick. He was like in his 90 years old and they just couldn't sell the radio station. So they decided Same to, the housing market. They're all falling through. You know, nobody knows what's going yeah, on. You know? That's true. All right, John. Go ahead, John Gunn out in, I guess, Wisconsin. Go ahead, John. Yep, we're uh, just a little bit north of Milwaukee, Jeff, uh, probably about two and a half, three hours. A couple of things. Um, working uh, from remote, uh, I noticed once in a while on Fox, listen to the uh, to the A-Lady, you can hear some of the uh, reporters, uh, you know, working from their home. And um, an update on WSBW. The goat from Dora County. I think I know why they call it the goat. Oh. I'm not, and I'm not going to kid on this either. Uh, okay. All right. Anyway. Uh, okay. We got it. We got that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in Dora County, in Sister Babe, there's a Swedish restaurant called Al Johnson's. And during the summertime, they have goats grazing on the roof. Of the restaurant, I think that's where they got the goat from. Hmm. 
cancer, but that's that's not what. Well, it's well, not you know, the first cancer to... greatest of all time. Tom Brady uses that with goat greatest of all time, so they uh-huh. could do it that way too. There you go, uh-huh. exactly. Well, and it's not the first station that called themselves the goats. WXYG out in uh, Minnesota ah, is the one we station. featured. A few, Jeff, yeah, it was a good station. We featured you, a while. I still I was doing quite a bit actually. Jeff, yeah. can you do me a favor? Yes. I would like to see you get an air check, if you can, from WOKY out of Milwaukee, uh, nine twenty a.m. They used we to have, have a, done them before, and I will and I will do the best I can to try they, to find the radio station for well, you. Okay. They had a great guy, a, a great newscast on there, Daniel Abernathy, and his line was, for, for an example, um, burnt toast in the coffee time, eight oh five. I just thought it was a great line, but that's mm-hmm. all I've got, guys. All right. Thank you very much, right. John. Always love to hear from you. Thank you. Uh-huh. I guess All it's right. about time for those call letters, Jeff. What's that? Yeah, we got to get to it. Jennifer's going to be upset with us, you know. Yeah. Those are award-winning. Right. Those are award-winning. Yeah, definitely. Jennifer said, pay attention to all the sign-offs this week. So check those out because she said she yep. did a lot of those. So here yeah. goes. Jennifer's fan club. Here we go. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of April 2nd. K-I-R-X, 1450, Kirksville, Missouri, changes slogan from Good Time Oldies, 1450 AM, 99.7 FM, to K-I-R-X, 1450 AM, 99.7 FM, K-L-E-B, 16. Golden Meadow, Louisiana, changes slogan from Rahoon Cajun to Rahoon Cajun 102.7. KLVT 1230, Leveland, Texas, changes slogan from News and Sports Talk 1230 to Let's Talk 1230 AM. WPPB 88.3, Southampton, New York, Changes format from adult alternative to news talk and adds network provider National Public Radio and changes slogan from WPPB Local Public Radio to Peconic Public Broadcasting. WRNY 1350 Rome, New York changes slogan from ESPN 1310 to ESPN Radio Utica. Rome. WRQN 93.5 Bowling Green, Ohio changes slogan from Feel Good Favorites to 93.5 WRPN. WTLB 1310 Utica, New York changes slogan from ESPN 1310 to ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. WDK X 103.9 Rochester, New York changes slogan from Digital 103.9 to WDKX 103.9 WILI 1400 William Annick, Connecticut changes slogan from Good Company 14 Willie to WILI Good Company 1400 AM and 95.3 
93.3 FM, KWKN 95.3, Wakeney, Kansas, changes primary format from CHR to talk and adds secondary format sports and adds secondary network provider Fox Sports Radio and changes slogan from KISS 104.7 to 95.3, The Cowboy. KXOI 810, Crane, Texas, changes slogan from Radio Albanaza to La Nueva Radio Albanaza. WVGC FM 96.7, Tyndall, Georgia, changes calls to WJNA FM. WSDS 1480, Salem Township, Michigan, changes slogan from La Explosiva to La Explosiva 1480 AM. WTZA 1010, Atlanta, Georgia, changes format from Spanish Contemporary Christian to Talk and changes slogan from Vida 102.1 FM and 1010 AM to Talk of Atlanta. WJCY 91.5 Cicero, Indiana changes format from silent to religious teaching and has network provider Calvary Radio Network and adds slogan Truth Heard in Black and White Without Compromise. WJTB FM 95.3 South Congaree, South Carolina changes format from urban gospel to religious teaching and adds network provider Good News Network and changes slogan from Columbia's Inspiration Station to Good News Network. WMMH 91.9 Housedale, Pennsylvania changes format from contemporary Christian to religious teaching and adds network provider Eternal Word TV Network and changes slogan from the Compass 91.9 to JMJ 750 AM WVGC 96.7 Tyndall, Georgia changes format from silent to religious teaching and adds network provider Good News Network and adds a slogan Good News Network. The following stations have signed off the air. KXTL 1370 Butte, Montana WEZR 1240 Lewiston, Maine WXO FM 92.7 Norway, Maine WRMO FM 100.7 Mexico, Maine WRMT 1490 Rocky Mount, North Carolina WTM ME 780 Rumford, Maine KMIA 1210 Auburn Federal Way, Washington KXET 1130 Mount Angel, Oregon WPUL 1590 South Daytona, Florida WNWF 1470 Evergreen, Alabama WPNS 1140 Destin, Florida and those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a very good week.
Thank you, Jennifer. Wow. That was quite a list. I counted 12 I counted 13. I counted 13. I counted 13. I counted 12, but there's I usually lost, like three to five. I got kind of focused on all the stations in Maine. That yeah, yeah, I can tell you, I can tell you a story yeah. about that. That was the guy named John, named Gleason, Gleason Radio. And the guy that owned okay, it yeah. is about 90-some-odd years old, and they've been trying to sell the stations for the last year. And he said with this, uh, the general manager and uh, the owner said, look, with, the, with all these advertisers closing down, they're, they're not paying their bills. We can't run the station without money coming in. And so they just, rather than keep staying on the air they just said we just turned the switch made them all dark bernie that's what that's exactly what happened yeah that that's what i thought probably something like that probably happened it's not like it was all yeah. the same company and 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 if you, wow. if you well, i i don't think people realize um, maybe with a very very big company it might be a little different but some of these companies really work on very very small margins and if you don't have air you know, advertising coming in you know there's no way you're going to be able to pay the light bill and pay the employees uh, have, well, have you seen stations like that bernie well, I did uh, mornings, Monday and Tuesday here, and uh, I know we were playing a little bit more music than we normally do in the morning. Yeah, there you go. And, and, and yeah. even WINS, and I'm listening to that feed, not from, not what you hear on the Internet, but what you, what you actually hear on the air, and I'm hearing lo- a lot more public service announcements where the regular commercials would be, and that, that you don't hear on a, on a New York City all-news radio station, at least during the daytime. So it, it, I don't know how radio is going to survive through this. Uh, Obviously, when, it will, but go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. I heard an interview on American in the Morning with Jim Bohan, and Gordon Smith talked about this. And he said, he goes, radio's going to do a couple things. Either, number one, it's going to fold, or he goes, it will really shine during this because people are home. And he goes, but they're not listening, you know, in traditional ways. They're listening on their smart speakers. And he said he hopes it does. They, he said they have pumped as the NAB. They have pumped about ten million dollars in ad campaigns into these stations about the washing your hands. And he goes, but that may not make a difference. And he also pointed out how some of these small companies that have five hundred or fewer employees they qualify for loans under the Small Business Administration. But he also said we all know the government and bureaucracies, and who knows how long it's going to take for them to get these loans. And he also said one positive that once they do finally get them, if they use it for payroll or sick leave or benefits, they're unforgiven. And, you know, that, that was his whole thing. They are forgiven. They're, they're not going to be charged. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah, they're the not biggest, charged. And the, and the biggest thing, Sean, is when they furlough the employees, at least for iHeartMedia and for uh, – Entercom, and we'll talk about that next week because it's 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 not all coming out. We'll find out more of what's being laid off or who's being laid off because they didn't make it public. And people are writing into Lance Venter, who was one of the people who produces a radio newsletter. We don't know what's going to happen, but but they are definitely paying the continuing to pay the people's health plans. But there are certain places yeah. that if they if they go out of business long enough, they may not come back. We have a mall here in Albany, New York, where I live, right behind Colony. It's called Colony Center. Macy's is shut down. And they furloughed all their employees. Boscovs is another one that shut down and furloughed. All these are key anchor stores. If, if they can't open up or they aren't able to come back to business, then a, then a whole shopping mall is going to close because uh, no one's going to go to these malls. They're not. They're not going to go to the mall for the small mom and pop store. And, and, and malls and malls have been going out of business anyway. People have been leaving. Yeah, this is going to kill it, right? Yeah, and he he said. He also said the, the, the group that he worries about the most are the mid-sized companies, like an MS, you know, someone that's not too big, but not 
so small that they qualify, you know, but they're too big to qualify for those small business loans. He said, your iHearts, your intercoms, oh yeah, they restructure, they file for bankruptcy, do this. But then he said, you know, like a, a Beasley or an Emmis or a Hubbard. He didn't mention them by name, but you know, that's, you could tell who he was talking about. He goes, those, he goes, those are the ones that could be hurt the most. Well, in the case of iHeartMedia, they can't file for bankruptcy again because they've already done it, and you can't do it for yeah, another, ten, it, another seven years. Yeah. Bill, you got a, you've got an interesting feature about how people cope in this environment, the your stations in your market. So uh, I'll turn it over. I'll turn it over to you. Well, yes, I do. I've got a piece from a gentleman who works in the Indianapolis market, currently not technically on the air of time, time to time but was a program director at WIBC. The gentleman's name is Kent Sterling, and you can find his work at kentsterling.com. He does podcasts. He does a couple of them a day, and he uh, does a lot of writing. But he just did a piece because he spent some time on the fan here lately. He's really into sports, so this may be slanted a little bit sports, but I still think you're going to find this very, very interesting. And I th- it's just great. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, March 18th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, best dentist I've ever gone to. Call him, make an appointment, 317-849-2933. I want to talk to you today, not just about sports, but I want to talk to you today about radio and why radio is really important right now and why if, if you're too young to really have experienced radio, you need to kind of get plugged into it because what it can do for you today is what has made radio great for a hundred years and that is connectivity it connects you to the outside world in a way that other media don't podcasting doesn't uh television really doesn't but what radio does in real time you've got somebody and you know that that somebody is uh, you listen to it on the speaker they're in a studio and they're saying it at the same moment you hear it. And it's coming out of their mouth in an authentic way because it's not scripted. And so it's completely spontaneous. And in many cases, it's completely organic. And what you're listening to is an authentic human being communicating a thought to you directly. It's a one-on-one medium. That's what radio is. It's Dan Dockich sitting in a studio talking to you. It's the chicks on the right sitting in a studio talking to you. It's Tony Katz. It's Hammer and Nigel. It's JMV. It's Jeff and Big Joe talking to you in that moment. And there's a connectivity to that that exists that just doesn't exist with other media. And I'll give you a great example of that, okay? 9-11, which is really kind of the thing that maybe is most compared to this moment in time. It's where the world sort of changed, and it did change, and it didn't change for the better. uh, The response to 9-11 took us to a different place in our society, right? And you knew it when it happened. It was a violent, sudden crash of that first jet into the World Trade Center where you thought, hey, what in the world? What kind of an idiot pilot is that guy? And then the second crash comes, and suddenly all of us in the same moment realize that this isn't happenstance, this isn't bad luck. 
This is a willful act of violence, horrific violence and terrorism being perpetrated by some group because there were two planes. And what the hell are they doing? How many planes are going to fly into how many more buildings? It wound up four planes going down, one in a field in Pennsylvania because of those brave passengers, right, who, who took control of the plane from the hijackers and one that crashed into the Pentagon. 3,100 lives, approximately 3,100 lives were lost. This could, there could be more lives lost because of the coronavirus outbreak than the lives lost on 9-11. And our lives are going to change because of this, not just in the short term, not just, you know, we're being inconvenienced right now, and some of us are losing jobs, Right. People in the service industry, they don't know when their last or their next paycheck is going to come. Nobody knows how they're going to pay their mortgage or a lot of people don't. Times are tough. And, and this is very personal. And once the initial shock of 9-11 kind of passed, everybody rallied and understood that there needed to be some kind of vengeance visited upon the organization that perpetrated that act of terror. With this, we don't really have an enemy to attack, right? And this is much more insidious because any one of us could become infected based upon the irresponsibility of our society and and our decision-making in going out and, and continuing to be social people rather than kind of hunkering down and making the determination that we need to act like victims already of the coronavirus rather than people trying to avoid it and those who are infected by it. It's a different mindset, and we've heard a lot of that about on ES or on uh, CNN and on MSNBC and on Fox News, whatever your your portal uh, for round the clock international and national news. You've heard a lot about that, the changing of the mindset, and how we need to we need to have social distancing, and how it's bumping elbows, even if we bump elbows, but no shaking hands and constant washing your hands, and everything's canceled. Everything that we used to enjoy no longer exists, right? And, and so at this point, like, and we've entered this very, very suddenly. A week ago tonight, I was at Bankers Life Fieldhouse watching Indiana play Nebraska in the Big Ten tournament. I was with bunches of people. The arena was open. Had everybody there. I'm sitting next to Bob Kravitz, and Bob shows me on his Twitter feed, uh, Rudy Gobert has tested positive for the coronavirus. Within minutes, the NBA suspended play. And all of a sudden, within that following 24 hours, virtually everybody suspended play or, or um, decided that they were going to halt their activities with spring training. Spring training sites were shut down. The NCAA tournament was canceled. First, they said that the Big Ten tournament, they were going to eliminate people, no fans. The NCAA did term, uh, tournament, no fans. But then, all of a sudden, everything's canceled. Concerts canceled. Everything. We understand that for eight weeks we're going we're gonna to live a very, very dull existence. And we are not even a week into this. We need connectivity. And radio provides that connectivity. And one of the really interesting things about radio is that it's so immediate. The, the thing that I really like about radio, working in radio, uh, compared to working in TV, is with TV... 
there's a lot of stuff to do before you can go on TV, right? It's not like somebody says, okay, you know, flip a switch, and all of a sudden you're on in people's living rooms. That's not the way it works. You've got to have a camera, you've got to have lights, you've got to have microphones, you've got to have all this stuff. With radio, you hit a button, the mic's live, and you are talking to potentially millions of people. That's radio. Radio, like I said, unscripted, spontaneous, organic, authentic. And that's what you get out of these radio hosts. And that's why local talk radio is so damn important, especially at a time like this. Because it allows us, either in our homes, on our smartphones, uh, in our cars especially, we, we punch a button and all of a sudden we're connected to somebody who's monitoring everything and is telling us what the hell's going on in our lives because otherwise we won't know and they're talking directly to us this isn't you know like on my tv screen right now you've got trey wingo and steve young and they're talking about nfl free agency they're talking to each other i'm kind of monitoring what they're what they're saying right or or i was before i started doing this this podcast i was listening to what they were saying about the NFL. So I'm gleaning information from these guys, but there's not that connectivity. I know that Trey Wingo is not talking to me. I know that Steve Young is talking to Trey Wingo, right? But with radio, when you listen to Jeff Katz or Dan or JMV or or Jeff and Big Joe, the Chicks, Hammer and Nigel, Abdul, uh, Smiley in the morning on WZPL, Bob and Tom, whatever you're listening to, those people, you actually do feel like they're talking to you. And in many cases, they are. It's an unnatural act, okay, to host a radio show, sit alone in a room, and talk into a microphone and, and believe with all your heart that there are people on the other end who are listening to you. You have no physical evidence that people, that's why people like phone calls. That's why hosts like phone calls. Because phone calls are a, a, a piece of physical evidence that people are actually listening. And there is connectivity going. And, and somebody's been motivated to pick up the phone and make the call. And, and they're sitting on hold and they're waiting to have a brief conversation with you and share their perspective on what's going on that day. That's why a lot of hosts like the calls or Twitter. Now, they love reading Twitter, right? Oh, here's a tweet from this guy. It says this. It says that he thinks that the Philip Rivers uh, signing was absolutely moronic by Chris Ballard. Or, conversely, it was absolutely brilliant. Or, hey, why don't we take good care of our servers and our bartenders and our restaurants by ordering, you know, takeout? Why don't we do that? Dan, with his uh, takeout Indiana day, which is tomorrow. Go get some takeout, man. You know, support local business. This is the kind of initiative that that these radio shows can bring about to sort of rally us and, and bring us together as a community. I, I remember when Dan raised about 75 grand for uh, Josh Spidell and his family. Josh, we remember him, right? The Columbus North basketball player played at Vermont, subsequently had a severe brain injury on Super Bowl, uh, I, I think the, what was it, 2016? 
that night, the Super Bowl, and uh, a traumatic brain injury, and people didn't think that he was ever going to be able to function at, at a significant level again. Well, not only has he done that, he scored a bucket the other night playing for Vermont, and uh, he's going to earn his degree from that university. Dan uh, raised seventy-five grand for the family to help defray some of the costs, some of the health care costs, which were extraordinary for that family. That's the thing that radio can do. But radio, more than anything else, what radio does that is so important in a, in a time like this is it brings people together. And and it it connects us. We can listen to the radio and understand that we're connected to somebody. And we have a social interaction, as illogical as that seems, because Dan's up there on the sixth floor of the Emmis building, right? And and he's talking. And and he can't see you, but you're listening, and you believe he's talking to you because he's that good at the job. He's that good at pretending that he's talking to you, that you feel as though he actually is talking to you. And that's a great thing. And that's what radio does. It brings us connectivity in times of joy and in times of woe. And it's a shared experience. And when you hear something magical on the radio, it brings us all together. When you hear something tragic on the radio, it brings us all together too. And as we wander through these next four, eight, 12 weeks trying to figure out what the hell coming next and where we're headed as a society as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, you know what? Radio is going to be exceptionally important. Get a radio. If you don't have a radio, get one. When you're in the car, listen to the radio. Listen to 1070 The Fan if you're in Indianapolis. Listen to WIBC. Listen to WZPL in the morning. Listen to Bob and Tom in the morning. For God's sake, be connected. Feel a part of the community. That's what they're trying to bring to you, and that's the thing that you should be receiving. Radio is really, really important right now. To me, it's always important because I think talking on the radio and and, and being a, a radio host that does connect with people, I think it's an art. And I, I think that people in media have a responsibility. Now, this isn't the way we talk all the time, right? We don't talk about the responsibility all the time. What we do talk about is entertaining, right? And being authentic, relevant, fun, innovative, doing all that stuff, having a great time, whatever, whatever they're doing to make the needle bounce has got to be compelling, right? We talk about that a lot. But what we're talking about now is how important this is and how resolved radio needs to be to be accurate as well as compelling, to be connective as well as as accurate, and, and to be that binding force that radio has kind of always been for the last century that brings us all together as a community rather than divides us. And hopefully, what, what happened with 9-11, 9-11 kind of foisted upon us a, a different kind of radio where everything was topical. And that topicality was driven by an ideology. 
Now, maybe with the coronavirus, we're going to have kind of a correction where we're going to become more accurate and less incendiary. And wouldn't that be a nice thing? Radio and all of media need to be completely resolute in communicating accurately what the hell's going on. The stakes are way too high to, to be hot takers, right? Oh, he's a great guy with a hot take, people say. Uh, I'm tired of hot take guys because what they do is they take a position. Almost, they almost pull it out of a hat, take a position, and then they advocate for that position, and they call that entertaining radio. What we need now is for people to be honest and forthright and transparent, whether they're in government or whether they're reporting on the government, whether they're reporting on coronavirus, whether they're talking to physicians. We need smart people who understand things conveying information to us in a way that we understand. And in radio, that's as easy as picking up a phone. A little more difficult with TV, a little more immediate on the radio. I love the way radio does it. I hope you do too. Tomorrow, we're back talking to sports. We'll talk about Philip Rivers. We'll talk about DeForest Buckner. We'll talk about where the Colts are headed and, and why this signing by Chris Ballard just doesn't make sense. Not because Philip Rivers isn't a talented quarterback, but it flies in the face of what Chris Ballard has done through three years of being the architect of the roster for this franchise and its culture. That's interesting stuff. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll also talk about the MMFAA bracket. We are down to in the Midwest and the East. We've got those eight teams that will comprise the Sweet 16. We will do the South and the West tomorrow on the Dan Dockett Show at 1, 1.30, uh, whatever the great Jimmy Cook says. He's the producer. It's his call. So we'll do that tomorrow, and, and we'll continue to engage in fun and distraction because that's important. We don't want to be mired 24-7 in, in this thing, this coronavirus kind of panic that has enveloped our our society. We don't want to do that. What we want to do is we want to continue to have some fun because fun's important. Fun, uh, like it seems frivolous, it's not frivolous. Fun is key. And, and we're going to continue to have it tomorrow morning on Breakfast with Kent and then on the Dan Dockett show tomorrow afternoon. It'll start at noon. I'll be there 1 or one thirty. We'll see. There you go. Thank you. I want to ask one question oh. to, to the panel. Do you think, I think that he says that what he says is great, Bill. But I'm wondering if it's too little, too late, because if you go to any store today, where can you buy a radio today? <laughs> that's a good question. Well, you does really it matter? The, I guess the bigger question is, does it matter if it's a, a quote, unquote, a radio? If it's a Miss A, if it's a whatever, a Google, yeah. home, does it really matter? Because the point is, you can then get, listen, like you do all the time, Jeff, to WINS. You can listen to whatever you want all over the country. It can tie us together in a different way. It's not just your local, and he was stressing the local, as he certainly should, and that's mostly what people yeah. will do with that. But it really, we, we, I think, admired in, you know, will the transistor radios that we have or the stereos work? It isn't so much that. Will radio as a medium survive? Yes. Okay. We have some hand raised, and we'll get to Joe in Albuquerque, well, New Mexico. Real quickly, I'm not, real quickly, I'm just like to say, I think everybody in the media as far as how he was talking about delivering and remembering everybody in the media, that ought to be required listening. Yeah, uh, I agree. Let's go. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. I, I think so. 
Okay, hi, this is Joe. I just wanted to quickly say, I remember W-O-K-Y in Milwaukee. Walkie in Milwaukee, and a little slogan they had. I was up there in March of 1964, so 9.20 on the AM dial. Such yep. great memories. Thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. And I, even though I never have been to Milwaukee, I can tell you that I've heard air checks of that radio station. That was a pretty good radio station. Okay, Mike in the, in uh, Florida. Go ahead, Mike in Aventura. Okay, to stay to stay on the topic, I agree with that guy very very much. But unfortunately, radio today has become when it comes to talk radio, they may have a guest, but they don't take many calls, and yet they give out a phone number, and they hardly have any time to talk to the people. But yes. he also he also referenced though Twitter, and he even said, "Hey, even if it's not a phone call, he reads the tweets from people, or they read, the, or a lot of them will read texts, which that's more instant than say somebody waiting on hold because a lot of people text in their comments, and a lot of hosts will do that. So I mean, uh, it's kind of the same. And thing. I th- I think locally they take a lot more. The national stuff, no, they don't do a lot of calls. Locally, they do take a lot more calls than they do nationally. Yeah. Okay, we have Karen out in Knoxville, Tennessee, who oh, oh, I keep asking to make me dinner, but I know I'm never going to get one from yeah, her. Yeah, you but... can't go anyway, so, you know, go, we get yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Karen. I'm glad you... Go ahead, Karen. I'm go. glad you... Yeah, I was just unmuted. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that was a very good special feature. Mm-hmm. I Is really enjoyed that, it. What did you take away from that, Karen? Well, I took away... That, yes, uh, radio is a lot more personal than TV, although our local TV stations have really been tried to be personal, uh, but they don't succeed like radio does. It mm-hmm. just doesn't. Maybe this is just a personal opinion I have. Well, part of it, too, Karen, is we're, we, you know, it's, it's all audio, and we're audio people. We're blind people. We're, it's all audio to us, and that's what yeah. we really want. You think about what you pay for a sports package for TV and what you pay for a sports package for radio because the visual is so important to other people. But for us, it's our medium, you know, and uh, I, I think I've always felt yeah. the about it, you know. That's, hey, Bernie. I think that's why that is. I was yeah. going to ask you, Brendan, what what did you take away from that? Because, uh, I, you know, in my opinion, I'm I'm kind of a pessimistic guy. I see the glass half empty, not half full. And as good as as good as he's boasting about radio, if you can't buy radios and if you don't want to get a of a, a smart speakers, that, that it kind of defeats the whole purpose in a way. Well, but radio is pretty much everywhere. I mean, even if you don't get a smart speaker, you probably have a, an iPhone and you can get it on Siri or TuneIn or whatever. But uh, the, the interesting thing is that, uh, uh, and, and rightly so, I suppose his reference was all talk radio because music radio really is not, in most cases, very immediate. So so I get that. And uh, I did notice that he, he didn't give me a shout-out, but that's okay. <laughs> that's what happens when you retire. You're, you're gone, you know? You're gone. Uh, he, and you knew him, I'm sure, didn't you? Yeah, he, he knows I'm on. And, uh, <laughs> he, did, he did give your company a shout-out, though, Bernie. Yeah, he, he talked about he it the every talk station. <laughs> he talked every every talk, every sports talk, news talk station. Yeah, you got about three plugs in for each station. Let, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you know this person, Bernie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've known him for a long time. He's a really uh-huh. good guy. Really good guy. 
He sounded very good. He worked hard yeah, at it. And uh, also, the one thing he did that was so inside, nobody would ever know. But uh, there's a, a guy on WIBC named Tony Katz, and at one point he called him Jeff Katz. Oh, Jeff Katz. That's yeah, true. Jeff That's Katz. true. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Katz. He went to WRKO, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did. I heard him say Jeff Katz. I was like, wait a minute, Tony? Or maybe yeah, Jeff is his know. real first name. No, but, no, it's not. <laughs> he was probably but trying to say Jeff Rickard. Who knows what he was trying listening to say? for radio, at least for the for the time being, Bernie. That that's the thing I'm going to ask. I'm asking you. So, so what is your question? My question is: Do you think we'll see? And I know I always do the personal people meter ratings because that they're the easiest to get. Do you think you will see a spike in radio listening with this whole thing? I, I don't know. I, I would think you might a little bit because, I mean, at least where talk radio is concerned, in theory, if you've got live people on, people might want to know what's going on. Uh, of course, people working at home, you're going to lose the in-car listening. Right. So, you know, that, that's kind of tough. But radio is really promoting their accessibility on the smart speakers. So. And, and, let me, and let me tell you, working at home causes some challenges, uh, causes some challenges. Uh, there was an article I read about the radio announcers working at home with the producers in the studio, and they can't hear the music they're talking up to. And right. they can't oh, hear wow. the sound. Exactly. And they, they, depending on how it's done and what they're doing, it's very, very challenging to work at home uh, and, and do it. Because a lot of times, these they're not studios. You can tell when the guy's in his kitchen. You can tell when the guy's in a room that's large. You can tell that it's not the regular studio. And they and they know it too. And they they don't have even if they and they're, 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 these are two morning hosts that work in Chicago, and they and they're both working in separate studios. One's in his home, and the other person's in her home. And it, you know that there's something missing there when they're not th- there with each other. It, it, it is good, and they have, this is what they have to do. But you, do you know what I'm saying, Bernie? Oh yeah. And I heard Howard Stern the other day working from home. His home mic sounded better <laughs> than it does on Sirius XM. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, I heard some I think, digital break. Hold on a second. Go ahead, go ahead, Bill. I, you, I know you wanted to say something. Go ahead, Bill. I'll, I'll, wait, I thought Perry wanted to say something, and then I'll speak. I, I think, Bill, one thing that's helpful, too, is like in our state, uh, at 2.30 every afternoon, the governor has a press conference. I would almost guarantee you so that they can hear what the state is doing and all. I would bet WHO's listeners uh, probably four to five times what they would normally have because – um, you know, that's the big talk station here. And ever, I, I would get a lot of people tune in for that. Go ahead, Bill. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say local and doing things local. Like, for example, and this is to a very, very, very small degree, but just the programs we do here on The Legend, a live, a live show will produce more listeners here than anything of the best automation and sweeps I can put on here. So mm-hmm. people want to connect. I think Gary was going to say something, too. They want to connect. No, sir. They really want to connect. You know, it's funny. I happen to listen to WTRY, Bernie, in Albany, New York, and just about, by, by just about a minute before the hour, they do the top of the hour ID. They say, this is WTRY, Rotterdam, Albany, Troy. The following portions of the following program are pre-recorded. I think, they, I think they're, they're doing And you know why they're doing that, Bernie, because when, when people want to call the radio station, you can't call exactly. the radio station if someone's voice tracking, right? So, Well, I'm going to tell you right now, nobody can tell I'm voice tracked. Nobody. And you know what? That's I mean, the way it should be, Bernie, because if you do it yeah. the right way, if you do it the right yeah. way, then the, that my, then you, you, my family right. will call me and say, are you are you actually there today or are you home? And they go, <laughs> are, you digital, are you digital burning today? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so no, so. if you if you do it well, I mean the listeners don't have any idea. 
You know, and that's how I hear it on some radio stations, but some sound terrible, you know. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Hey, I've been fooled more than once. So, <laughs> okay. we have a, uh, what do we have? We have a hand raised from... That's gonna, yep, that's going to be Pam. Okay, let's get Pam on. Go ahead, Pam. Hey, good evening, folks. Hey. I just wonder, once this whole mess is over with, how many of these people will remain working from home and how how it's going to change the, uh, the the way radio is done, as in... You know, are we going to need the huge office space and the huge studios and all this type that's, of thing? Are, I, I don't think anyone can answer that question just yet. But the cork is—that's not yeah. even that's that's being asked not just in radio but in a lot oh, of yeah. businesses. And, then, oh, and yeah. as and as uh, one of the business reporters on Bloomberg said, Pam, the cork is out of the bottle. But of course, I don't know that everyone's going to. I mean, when you're paying square feet for office space and studio space, you know they're not going to sit there and let everyone work at home. But yes, they that they know that they will have to build a better infrastructure in case people do want to work at home as well. So I don't. Well, and they may look at it, Jeff, if they can save money and not have to pay all that square feet. Maybe they'll do right. that. Maybe, yeah, but then right. again, we, we don't really know yet. For Pam, well, the, the, but what, what it is is it's a test run for technology. Is what this all is for education for all kinds of things, and we'll know and you know we'll see when we come out of this what worked and what didn't, and different companies will make different. How much travel do you need? Do people really need to meet in person, or can they just meet? You know, they need to fly all over the country and the world, or can they just meet? You know, video conference. You know, that's that right. we're using well, we're using well, Zoom. We're using Zoom. Can you imagine how the stock in Zoom is going up right now? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mike, uh, go ahead, Mike, because you did say, you wanted to say something. Go ahead, Mike. No, I was just saying well, you've got rid of the local studio rule, right? So that would set the precedent. Bernie, how many – okay, we'll play psychic here. In the next 90 days, how many stations do you predict are going to go dark? They were just on the border oh. line. Well, we, we had a bunch of them today, <laughs> didn't <Yeah>. we? <laughs> Thanks. Jennifer gave us that info. There will be – there will be quite a few. I, I couldn't even give you a number, but I mean, there are a lot of them that were on the verge already, you know. Yeah. There's only kicked it over the edge, Bernie. I mean, as I said before, radio and advertising, it's it's a, it's a double-edged swordness. It's without it. There is no radio. And many of these radio stations, as as you know, work on very thin margins. So when you lose large ad campaigns and, and they put in pumping money, I mean, but I have radio has a music festival and it's canceled and all the advertising that leads up to that music festival, all the sponsorships are canceled. That's a huge chunk of money. I mean, you, you can't imagine that, but it's, it's a huge chunk of money. You know what I mean? That, that's, it's, it's, it's wild. It is just wild to see what, what's going to happen. We've got a station. Tim was, oh, was talking about uh, 9-11 and I was on doing the morning show on 9-11. And it, it, to this day, I'll never, ever forget that day. It was just oh, no. so oh, no. frightening. I was at a web press conference. I was supposed to be doing a presentation on web accessibility, and it got canceled in the middle of it. And people didn't want – they wanted the they, – they, I don't think they believed that what, that what was happening was happening. And we, they canceled the meeting, and I, my friend Tim and I went uh, – we went over to my place for a while to watch it on television. And it was surreal, surreal. You just couldn't believe it. Bill, I'm going to turn it over to you for the next segment here. All right. I'm going to tell you two quick stories, Jeff. Go ahead. We've got a WTLC AM 1310 in Indianapolis. I think they're getting warmed up for a shutdown. They were off the air two days, come back on two or three, off two or three more, 
four more. Radio is really kind of cool in Indianapolis when you don't have 1310 on. You can get in some different stations. But hmm. that one, and here's my 9-11 story. Of course, back then we were doing the radio lookup or the BillSparks.org, the radio database website. So I had it tied to Google for the, to advertise on the search engine. It maxed out my credit card in one hour. So, Jeff, I know how you feel about credit cards now. Wait, uh, oh, 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 don't even wow. say that to me. You're going to yeah. get me in trouble here. So, <laughs> Jeff, we're going to have a little, little bit of fun here, Jeff. <laughs> but I know what it's like because I've been there. We've got to get <laughs> Two our marriages new... and many credit cards ago. <laughs> right. We've got to get our New York fix in, Jeff. I know you got to do it, Jeff. you got to do your... Yeah, Dan Ingram. I'm, I'm not going to explain it anymore. Chris already... Sing that one more time, Chris. Dan Ingram. There you go. Uh, what happened with the radio? Ingram, I'm the he's on the air, but so he's not. And this so actually cool. happened at radio station uh, WABC in New York City on April 1st, 1964. The premise here was to play an April Fool's joke on Dan Ingram, and that's what happened. Dan Ingram thought he was on the air, but he wasn't. And it all was put together by Rick Sklar, program director at WABC, and Bob Dayton, WABC's midday announcer. So without further ado, listen to the April Fool joke played on Dan Ingram on WABC in New York City on April 1st, 1964, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Music and the Big Dan Ingram Show next. The temperature now 42 degrees and sunny. Next news when it happens on WABC AM and FM, New York. They have plans for me today, but this is the day they're going to try to fool me in that April Fool contest. Well, here I am anyway, folks. So. I see there's guys in the studio who don't belong here. I don't know what's going on. Come on, Ray, what's happening here? I'm very much shook up. All I know is I walked in and there's, there's shreds of a bomb all over the floor. Evidently, it went off too soon. Anyway, this is Big Dan Ingram laughing and scratching on April Fool's Day. Yeah. It's number nine for the All-American Survey. All right. Done. The four seasons have been a past two and you're Ingram's Ingram. Ladies and gentlemen, Bobby D right here around the corner in another studio. Dan doesn't know what's going on, and we have planned this for, for days, and this is great. We're around the corner in, a, in another studio. Dan is in the regular studio doing a normal show, and they're swinging and winging and wailing, but he doesn't know he is not on the air. We will tape record it, play parts of it back, the clean parts, to you later. Uh, but, but this is it. This is what he was wondering about, the April Fool plan against Dan Ingram. I will be on the air, Bobby D, around the corner in another studio. We'll switch back and forth, tape record it, and so forth. Okay, let's swing this. Cause now it's Judy's turn to cry, Judy's turn to cry. All right, Leslie Gore and the Big Dan Wednesday show, and that's Judy's turn to cry. It's going to be Dan Ingram's turn to cry today. And this is our April Fool's joke on Dan. Bobby D, right here on the Dan Ingram show for about, oh, till either till Dan finds out about what we're doing or... Uh, for a half an hour or so. I'm around the corner in another studio, unbeknownst to Dan. He thinks he's on the air, swinging. Uh, let's join him now and see what he's doing, huh? You latched on to Radio 77, WABC. The Springer in New York Town. The only station with young ideas for New York. It's a weird way to eavesdrop, folks. 
here he comes. We got a Beatles. He thinks he's on. Yeah, doubleheader by the Beatles. Back-to-back Beatle goodies from the All-American Survey. Start off at number 22 this week. From me to you. to take away a Beatles song. Dan's wailing. He thinks he's on the air. Once again, I want to explain. I'll explain this for the following half hour. He's not on the air. We're tape recording it. He thinks he's on the air. He's hearing his program in his in his little earphones. But actually, Bobby D right here around the corner in a uh, another studio. And this is our April Fool's joke on Big Dan. Let's see if he ever finds out what's happening. All right, stand by. From time to time, we'll join him. And of course, as we said, we are taping the cleaner parts of his show. So uh, you hang in here, all right? Let's go, Edgar. I don't see why not. Seventy-seven, super hot ABC. It's with a beat, swinging or sweet. It's with a beat, swinging or sweet. It's with a beat, swinging or sweet. Bobby D on the Wednesday Dan Ingram Show. Our April Fool joke on Big Dan is that he's not on the air. I am. Wait till he finds out. He's much bigger than I am. He'll probably smash me into the ground. From time to time, we'll rejoin Dan, see what he's doing. And, uh, of course, if it gets... Uh, we, it, Mom, I tell you what. You better take the kids, the little children, out of the room whenever we rejoin the Dan Ingram Show because you never know. I don't know what the song is, but it's about six minutes after two. Bobby D in on the April Fool's joke on Big Dan Ingram today. Sound. Kiss me, sailor boy. Yes, with your bell-bottom lips. Bobby D on the Wednesday Dan Ingram Show. And this is our April Fool's joke on Big Dan. I'm on the air, of course. He is not. He thinks he is. He's in the normal studio. I'm around the corner in, in an extra studio. And we're doing this. Kind of sneaky for April Fool's Day. Dan thinks he's on the air. He hears the program. He thinks it's going out in his earphones. Actually, we are on the air. From time to time, we join him. And uh, we are taping it. So we'll be able to hear it later. Several people sent in this suggestion. And they will will receive their prizes in the April Fool's Day contest to fool Dan Ingram. You know, Mom, Bohack's tasty, tender, genuine, fresh American leg of lamb is so easy to prepare, so flavorful to serve. And Bohack's low price is just 49 cents a pound. Oven ready, 57 cents a pound. Large heads of snowy white cauliflower are now only 25 cents each. And Bohack will give you 200 extra king corn stamps with a $10 purchase and the coupon from their midweek newspaper ad. That's at Bohack, where better meals begin. Ten minutes after two, Bobby D on the April Fool's Day, Dan Ingram show. Now, right there from W.A. Beatles C. Time time now, 11 minutes after 2. Bobby D. right here on the April Fool's Day Dan Ingram show. And that's exactly what we're doing. It's fooling Dan Ingram. He is in the regular studio doing a show. At least he thinks he is. Is this it? All right. We're joining Dan Ingram for a second here to find out what he's going to do here. He thinks he's on the air. Actually, we are around the corner in another studio. Stand by. Hmm. No, huh? I thought we were in with Dan. Dan Ingram is not on the air, although he thinks he is. Bobby D around the corner in another studio on the air. Got it from Dan. This is our April Fool joke on him. So anything can happen. Stand by. 
well. I don't, I don't know. I think this is an April Fool joke on me. I thought we were going to rejoin Dan to see what he was doing. All right, we got 13. Dan Ingram laughing and losing. It's 13 minutes past 2 o'clock and 42 WABC degrees on April Fool's Day. This week, WABC proudly presents these super hit sounds, The Beatles. And Bobby Terry Stafford. top stars in continuing entertainment presented by the All-Americans. More minutes of the music you want to hear is on... I sure hope you can't hear me. You're not on the air, Dan. <laughs> Have you heard about the City Labor Department's adult education program? No. Maybe you're like Jose. Couldn't hold a job for more than 30 days no matter how hard he worked. Turned out the reason was his language barrier, but he literally got a second chance at a better job. I got a second chance at a taking job. advantage of the educational programs being offered through the Labor Department. Find out. Contact Labor Commissioner McFadden. He can. Mayor Wagner's talks. Committee on Exploitation. Walker 51900. Well, around the corner in another city. Yes, I just want to take time enough to tell you that if today's show goes all right, we we may run tomorrow's with a real human at the controls. Thank you, Ebenezer. That's beautiful. Ah, goodness. Strike the devotions here with Rip Van Week, 11 12 from the All American Survey, 14 minutes past 2 o'clock now. You're not going out, Big Dan. Sorry to tell you. Hi, everybody. Bobby D around the corner, another studio. We're on the air. Dan is not. From time to time, we switch back and forth. This is our April Fool's joke on Big Dan. And when he finds out, I bet you I'm going to get hit a couple of times. What on earth? What are you children doing in my front yard? We're singing. I gathered that, but why? We're here to announce that it's Borden's Cottage Cheese Year. Borden's Cottage Cheese Year? You mean wheat, don't you? No, sir. You have Borden's Cottage Cheese during Lent, don't you? Yes, but... Uh... And during the summer, it's real refreshing, isn't it? Sure, but... Uh... And when you have spring fruit or fall vegetables, you get them served to you with Borden's Cottage Cheese. I know. Borden's Cottage Cheese and whatever you please. Right. All year, you can enjoy it. High in protein, low in calories. Well, I admit Borden's Cottage Cheese is good at Anytime, but... Okay, know. gang, it's Borden's Cottage Cheese Year. Let's tell the rest of the world. Bye, Borden's, bye, Borden's, Borden's Cottage Cheese Year. I'd better tell Phyllis so she can stock up. All right, thank you. Fifteen minutes after two, Bobby D on the Dan Ingram Show. On the air, live, Big Dan thinks he is, but he is not. Frankly, friends, I, I think he drinks. He's about 2,000 swallows ahead of Capistrano already. Yes, well, I think so, too. From time to time, we're going to switch back and forth to Big Dan, so you hang in here, all right? this, but we got to switch back to Big Dan Ingram. We have a Borden's commercial that we kind of rigged up a little bit, and he's about to do it, I hear. So, uh, we rejoin the Dan Ingram show in progress. Hit the bell, you run a thousand points and three free beers. Hey, it's 17 minutes past two o'clock on your Ingram fling grill. Follow the weather today. But he's not on the air. 77 <laughs> 
blizzard conditions this afternoon with about four inches of no, <laughs> April Fool. Sunny and cold this afternoon. Temperatures about 40. Clear and cold tonight. Temperatures about 25 to 30. Tomorrow, fair and not All right, quite Bobby as cool. Bobby D. around the corner now in right another now, studio. 42 WABC. Competing with Dan. In New York town. Dan Ingram will do a Borden's commercial. Yes, indeed. This is Big Dan Ingram <laughs> laughing and scratching on 77 Radio. <laughs> Children done by Billy J. Kramer. It's number 30 this week. All right, we'll have to stand by. We, ha- we, uh, we have a great Borden's commercial rigged up, which Dan will do shortly. Stand by. All right, Billy J. Kramer and Little Children. Bobby D. here on the April Fool's Day Dan Ingram Show. We're going to rejoin Dan now. Doing on the air. Yeah, dirty old. Yeah, See how we are. You on, you we, we, we careful. We're on the air now. We really are on the air. We really are on the air. Yes, I love you. What about that Englander mattress spot that well, I read in there and nearly died? We, uh, <laughs> folks, we had an Englander mattress spot that we goofed up a little bit. The Boy, copy. did you? And, uh, and uh, I think we taped it. I think we got it on tape, so we'll do the, yes. the breakup. Yes. So I'm discovered. Here we are, all in the studio and, around the uh, corner. I figured you out real soon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I worked with such smart guys here. Very yes. nice. So, April Fool. Thank you very much. Oh, I feel so bad about this. Hey, well, I'll tell you what. April Fool, you do the show. <laughs> Come back here. Come back here. You got the spot? Yeah, let's well, let them hear what happened. All right. What happened on the air? Right. Okay, because I read part of it, folks. <laughs> did, did you say anything? Uh, well, well, all right, all right, all right folks. At the Englander spot that Dan read while he was really off the air thinking he was on, we have it on tape here, so let's hear it. Huh? We got that? I hope not. No, we don't. <laughs> we thought we had it. That's pretty funny. This is a very funny April Fool's Day. We yes, had a very funny April Fool's Day. <laughs> we, had a, we had a bomb in the studio that I... That you set up. Unintentionally set up, air. yes. I walked in and there were pieces of bomb all over the floor. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> happy day, Bob. I'm going home. Thanks a lot. Oh, boy. We can't run the, the commercial. No, no go. Huh? What happens? Maybe we'll it's get it straightened out later. Dan, I wish you'd run in the studio. We'll switch it back and finish your program because I have a lot of things to do. i got to go out on the streets of New York and mingle and stuff. And, mingle? Yeah. Yeah. Are you and, uh, and they're not paying me for this half hour. No so kidding, really? <laughs> and you're on the air, too? Very oh, funny. Well, that lasted like, what, 20 minutes, 19 20 minutes, minutes before I figured it out. But how did you, uh, what was the bet? Well, it's kind of a technical bet for the folks who are listening. I was looking over. We got a thing called a modulometer. And as I walked in the studio, the guy said, we're having line troubles. He said, the, uh, the program monitor is out. You have to use the line monitor. And the line monitor comes right out of the board in the studio. The program monitor is actually what's on the air. So I was listening in the line monitor. Everything sounded great, except as I was looking at the modulometer, it was kicking when I wasn't talking. The needle was flicking when I wasn't saying anything. You're a technical guy. I didn't and, know that. And uh, I walked out of the room to find out what's going on, and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Discovered. Oh, guys. Okay. Guys. He didn't even hit. Well, there you go. An April Fool's joke played on Dan Ingram on April 1st, 1964, on WABC AM in New York City. And listening to the air check brings back the good old days when radio was certainly good. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, what let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things radio live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Well, there you go, Jeff. Yeah, I don't know what you could say about that. I just thought maybe it would be something to lighten things up a little with all the news that's going on today. So uh, that you know, that's all I can say. Uh, that's pretty good. A station like that, that was, was so good. programmed and tight, you know, that they would actually do something like that. But that that was fun. And uh, 
We do have a, a hand raised from Joe in Albuquerque. Yeah, Go ahead, Joe. Joe. This is Joe. Anyway, on April 1st, 1957, Minneapolis, Minnesota, WDGY store station, the whole airship, Herb Oscar Anderson, at six, he kept saying the whole three hours, this is Jack Thayer, this is Jack Thayer. At nine o'clock, Jack Thayer kept saying, I'm Herb Oscar Anderson, Uh their whole shift, and they kept doing that from six in the morning until seven in the evening, and they said, April Fools. See, the the, the live radio and that was live radio with, with no voice tracking or everything, that they could keep doing that with a straight face to the opposite guys who they really were. What, what a terrific April Fool's extravaganza. Well, and, and in reality, uh, I, uh, if anyone wants a copy of that, let me know. I can send it to you guys through Dropbox, through a link. Um, I have the whole thing. It actually goes for about 23 minutes, so I, I had to cut it down for time, pres- time preservation here, but... Uh, but I just thought maybe you guys, any, if anyone else has any more comments, then, then we can wrap this up. But anyone else have any more comments? Oh, my God. I think gosh. it was two in the side. Yeah, I could see That's that, I, Bernie. I, I, can, I, yeah. I understand that. But I, but I, I guess Rick, Rick Sklar was the program director. You actually got to hear him talk just very briefly in the background. And he, uh, he had that number one station. I guess he thought it was good. Oh, he's I, a I, genius. He was a genius. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, people who uh, – someone sent a uh, request. I mean, Lister sent this idea, in and, they, and they took it to heart. Well, mm-hmm. And usually it's a, it's an April Fool's joke played on the listeners. You don't see it where the listeners are involved playing the yeah, playing exactly. it on the DJ. And this year, I don't think too many stations were doing April Fool's jokes because no, of what's they been going on. Not so. around here, they didn't. No, I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, we didn't so. have a St. Patrick's Day either. I mean, we, next year, hopefully everything's good. We'll have double St. Patrick's Day and double April Fool's. I That's true. Hey, you know, I got a featured station coming up. But before I ask Bill to do this um, – I want to get your opinions. I really would like some input from you guys in the, uh, in the future weeks or, or on email or whatever. Let me know what you'd like to see as featured stations. Um, I, I have a few ideas. I know next week we're taking a request from Dick Scholes uh, from WMVI and Martha's Vineyard. But I'd like to find more ideas of what you guys want for featured stations as well. So I'll just turn it over to you, Bill, and uh, we'll let you continue. Well, we will do that, Jeff. Thank you for all you do. The panel, everybody makes this so very, very interesting. Most of all, I'm going to say stay safe. Follow to the directions. Don't take this stuff lightly so we can be around because I need listeners. So <laughs> stick around, please. So okay. we're going to end the show. Your local takeout and delivery places. Yeah, right. takeout and I, I, I had no problem using them before. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so <laughs> I had no problem in using them before. But anyway, um, be sure to check us out. Get our podcast at legendoldies.com and all that good stuff. Just check it out. And we have a lot of other stuff to offer, but... We're going to do some Christmas music. Is that what you're going to do here, Jeff? Yeah, correct. I, I just wanted to see what, what KEZK was doing in St. Louis, Missouri, and they're doing Christmas music, and it makes I think they're still doing it. And, you know, I understand that they're trying to get people away from the idea of, of some news with the whole virus thing, but uh, and Mike Loff and I were talking about it, and we're wondering if this is also a possible re- precursor to a another format change. We, I'm not saying that it is. I just don't know. So well, I think this we'll format change is going to last about what I just got across the newswire about your um, special payment check or your check's going to be there promised <laughs> within two weeks. So that's about how long this format's going to last. It's probably uh-huh. going to be a format change. But 
check it out and listen to it. What is it? Christmas in April now. Here you go. Yep, you got it. Thanks, guys, for everything. This week, okay. we're traveling to St. Louis, Missouri, and we're going to listen to radio station KEZKFM. Yes, I know we featured this radio station in 2016, but this week, we're going to feature this radio station because they're doing something a bit different. They're playing all Christmas music, and with all the news permeating the airwaves about the coronavirus, they're giving their listeners a break. Will this work? Will the station gain ratings? We'll find out when the March Personal People Meter ratings come out. So without further ado, why not sit back and enjoy KEZKFM with its all-Christmas format on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Thanks to the power of the Balmerito Automotive Group, here comes more non-stop Christmas music on 102.5 KEZK, St. Louis's official Christmas music station. your spirits during this trying time. We are 102.5 KEZK, St. Louis's official Christmas music station. Everything you need to know about the coronavirus outbreak at KEZK.com. Christmas music station 102.5 KEZK It's the most wonderful time of the year 102.5 KEZK was it Schnucks yesterday and uh, heard some of our Christmas music being played in the parking lot. Love it. If there's a song you'd like to hear, let us know. 531-1025. It's K-E-Z-K. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Happy social distancing. Because happy holidays doesn't sound exactly right this time of year. This is 102.5 KEZK, St. Louis's official Christmas music station. Mm-hmm. 102.5 KEZK. 
Reminding you to help us fight the coronavirus, wash your hands, use sanitizer, practice social distancing, all of the things they're talking about. And it is so, so important. Uh, more now than ever. Sue's here in the Goodwill Traffic Center. Well, traffic is light today, but we've had some issues. And one was a, a vehicle fire eastbound 44 between Antire and 141. It's blocking the right shoulder. We have some volume behind that. And uh, we're quiet on the Poplar Street Bridge, but we did have a report that Merrimack Bottom Road is flooded at the Merrimack River. So just avoid that area this morning. Eastbound 70 looks great from Wentzville into downtown, and things are looking good. Westbound 270 through North County. I'm Sue Thomas. That's your Give Hope, Give Local, Give Goodwill Traffic on 102.5 KEZK. Hey, it's Greg. You know, Stanley Steamer has a product that kills 99.9% of the coronavirus Along with bacteria and germs. Now, if you schedule a cleaning appointment for $300 or more, Stanley Steamer, they're going to take this product. They'll apply it throughout your whole house, even the air ducts. They'll do it for free. Now, you can get your carpets, area rugs, tile and grout, or air ducts clean to get the virus removed at the very same time. Now, if you don't want the usual Stanley Steamer cleaning services right now, you can just buy the virus service. That's only $150. Now, it's applied as a fog, and you and your pets will need to leave the house for two hours until that fog is gone. Then your home is safe. Now, there's no residual effect. There's no product that prevents the virus from appearing. So when they leave your home virus-free, you need to do your part. Watch who's in your home and watch where you go outside your home. Many area hospitals and schools are getting this exact kind of service weekly, and you can get it, too, for just $150 or get it free with a regular $300 cleaning service from Stanley Steamer. Here's their number. Call Stanley Steamer, 314-770-9999. That's 314-770-9999 for Stanley steamer when you need a little christmas we're here for you the official christmas music station 102.5 k easy k So this week, we're playing non-stop Christmas music just for you. An hour of non-stop music underway. It's K-E-Z-K. A secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. If you feel the tingle, it might not be the cheer. Stay home, be safe, and practice social distancing. And we'll take care of the uplifting music on 102.5 KEZK, St. Louis's official Christmas music station. Stop music underway. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch.
This is a Radio.com station, live from the New Balance St. Louis studios. This is 102.5 KEZK. Well, there you go. Uplifting Christmas music from KEZKFM in St. Louis, Missouri, owned and operated by Entercom. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't you let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.